This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everyone, you're listening to the Zahannenbach podcast starring me, Nathaniel Witto, and tonight we've got Will and Ant, and we are proudly sponsored by Old Zoological Bar. So how are you two guys doing? Because uh, we were discussing this before the show started, there's not a lot to talk about, but we do have a win to talk about, so you two must be quite chuffed with that. Great, Will is. I'm delighted because you managed to do an intro and not mess it up. God, I, was I, know. I thought I was going to. <laughs> But it's gone beautifully so far. And what went beautifully was the match on Saturday. Um, we have been doing a lot of discussion before this started about um, it being a bit of a dull game. We only had the two shots. One was a penalty, the goal from Ozan Tufan, and the other was a block shot from McLaughlin for about 35, 30 yards, something like that. So it wasn't the most exciting game. But three points against a uh, promotion-chasing side who aren't anymore because we've prevented them from getting into the playoffs and we'll be hoping to do the same against Swansea on Saturday. But Ant, I'll go to you first. You said you are at the game. Give us your general thoughts on this Snorfest. It was just an end-of-season game, wasn't it? We, we didn't have anything to play for. Um, Watford were in bad form, it should. Um, it's just, you know, it was one of those where it was two poor attacking teams facing each other. And despite us not really looking like we were ever really under threat from Watford, we also didn't look like barring the penalty we were ever going to score either. So it was just one of those games where at least we got another clean sheet and another another uh, another win. Um, you know, that's, that's made it seven clean sheets in eight home games, which is just, you know, at this level especially, I think is quite, you know, amazing. Um, only conceded, obviously, to Burnley, who were the champions. So... Uh, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for us and more than anything. I think that was probably the highlight of the game. The fact, I mean, it was destined he was going to score, wasn't it, really? Um, you know, the goal the goal was made in a, in, a, in a really clever way. It's glad that, you know, Harry Vaughan got to make his um, home debut and I thought he played quite well and he looks, 
every time he plays, he looks the same. You know, he's very direct, very confident, and very uh, exciting. Um, I'm hoping he has a part to play next season. But yeah, it was it was just an end of, end of season game, once it really? Like well, we've had basically for four or five weeks now, where the games really haven't meant anything, and it's more or less just you know we're coasting through the games. But at least we're not losing them, so that's that's the positive I can take from it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we would you say that um, it's you know less of a dull thing because it, it shows an extra side to our game that we can sort of tough it out and grind out a, a, a win if we need if need be. I yeah, think so, I've, well, go on, well. <laughs> all right. I, I've I've enjoyed the last few games. I know it's easy to say the dull because there's, there's nothing to play for, but defensively, I thought it's been really enjoyable to watch, and it's been enjoyable to watch players like Harry Vaughan come into the side. And rinse players who are apparently of high caliber, but they're not really. It's nice watching players like Elder and Coyle have ones like Ismail Asar in their back pocket. Um, yeah. And it's nice, lovely Schadenfreude watching Ozan sl- coolly slot that penalty against the the team that Dan Gosling plays for. Doesn't play for us. That well, no, he's injured. Yeah. No, he had his contract oh, terminated. Oh, they've actually got rid of it. Oh, well, that's even funnier. Yeah, that one player's outlasted the other um, in the championship. Uh, for people who don't know, I'm sure most people do, but Dan Gosling, the Watford player, was going on and on about how um, Tufan, among other Watford players, their commitment and attitude wasn't good enough, even though I think Tufan played more games than Gosling last season in the Premier League. And, yeah, uh, I mean... Well, let's let's use this opportunity to assess Ozan Tufan and his season. Um, later, we are going to have a an end of season one, and we'll probably rate every single player, perhaps. Um, but um, Ant, um, of course, you've been uh, you know associated with Tufan because you definitely look exactly the same. Uh, how would you rate Tufan's first season in the Championship? Because he is the second top goal scorer, so it's been pretty decent, right? Yeah, I mean, it's more impressive given the fact... I mean, I was having this discussion with some Watford fans on Twitter because I tried to poke a bit of fun at him, obviously, with those on scoring. But um, he's the fact he's our second-highest top scorer and he's started 15 uh, of the games this season on the bench and he's only started 25, I believe. So, you know, he's, 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 he's sort of been in and out of the side, which makes it more impressive. And, yeah, all right, he scored... You know a few penalties, but at the end of the day, you still got to put them away, aren't you? And um, he's shown signs of improvement, I think, especially under Rosini. I think under Avaladzi, he looked like on the ball he was always going to be a threat, but maybe defensively had a bit, you know, a lot to be desired. Whereas under Rosini, he's, he's, he's showing us a side of the game that a lot of people, especially Watford fans, criticized him for saying, you know, he's lazy and he won't track back and he won't do this and that. But he has been doing, and I think he's been running his socks off every time he's played under Rosini. I think the false nine position probably suits him more than the midfield one. Um, we know whether or not that's going to change for him next season, because I doubt, obviously, we'll be playing with that system next season, because we should have fit strikers, hopefully. Um, you know, so his his position in the squad might, you know, still change. Um, but every time he's played, he, he looks, you know, he, he looks threatening on the ball. He looks like he can create, can create stuff, and I think. If you put him in a midfield with Seri and, and Adama Traore next season and they're all firing and they're all fully fit, I think that's a midfield that worries a lot of teams um, and, you know, would, would create a lot of goals for, for strikers and, as he's shown this season, score a lot of goals. So, yeah, he's impressed me. I th- I'd, I'd like to see him 
um, you know, really kick on next season. Um, I, I doubt he's going in somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if that's got any credibility. I think he'll still be here. Rosinia really rates him. Diona loves him, um, and I think he loves it here. So, it, it, hopefully, he has another good season and, and maybe gets double figures. I mean, he's still got a chance to get double figures this season, but uh, probably not. Um, but next season, I think you know him and the, him and the Dharma could be our our you know creative outlets for for you know whoever's up front for us. Yeah, I mean, it's his highest goal-scoring uh, goal season ever in his career, so if you rate it like that. Um, of course, it's not his first year in England, but it's the first season where he's actually played a lot of games and you know, uh, in this tough championship, and it has taken a bit of time to deal with the um, sort of physicality that you need. But yeah, I think he's done very well. But um, Will, uh, he came in for a few million pounds, even though he's had a good season. Has he lived up to the quite big hype it's i would say yes because i personally was looking at a mid-table season anyway mm-hmm. um coming into it so for me i thought yeah i'm, I'm happy with it um yeah obviously he started the season really promising going forward and then there was that lull in the middle of the season obviously mm-hmm. in january there was a lot of rumors about him going to Besiktas, but um I'm glad that he said no, he wants to stay here, he wants to prove his worth here. And the way that rossini has got the team, not just him, but obviously the team as a whole playing, um, has really, I think that's the thing, is his work rate is the thing that's, because everyone coming in thought, oh, he's going to be a lazy player, and he's not really. It can be at times, but for the most part, he's running all over the pitch. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's probably more of a box-to-box midfielder than perhaps... And number 10, I know Force Nine's you know more attacking, he's done well there, but I'm pretty sure that when he came in, maybe try always more the attacking player. Um, Brad's asked, uh, do you think Tufan was making a point by when he scored the goal? Usually, former players don't celebrate, but he went over and made sure that he celebrated with the team. Is that, I mean, even if it's not a point, it definitely shows the sort of togetherness that you need to have when you're grinding out these wins against playoff teams like Millwall and, and Watford. So, uh, would any of you agree with that? I like that. In fact, he turned his back on the Watford fans essentially by doing that. Yeah, I would have preferred the Adebayor sprint over celebration. But yeah. he, he did that article, didn't he? Um, was it for Hull Live where where he said about how this squad is so much more together and he feels involved yeah. and you know people like Louis Coyle and Carl Melder just randomly come to his house and say, "Come on, we're off out for a coffee," kind of thing. And whereas at Watford, yeah, he lives on the marina. Yeah, yeah. Whereas at Watford, he, he never had that. And like nobody was ever bothered. So, you know, especially at Watford, where I think he was only there for six months, though, wasn't he? Um, it wasn't long. Yeah. So, because he I, went I think, back to Finnebache. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think um, any player that's played for somebody on loan should be able to celebrate anyway, because it was never really their club where they did with their temporarily. Yeah. But um, he, he didn't really. Because he ran, he ran more towards the coaching staff, didn't he? Um, yeah. Which I think was more of a symbolic thing to say, these guys believe in me, whereas you didn't, obviously. But um, he's 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 got the attitude where he he's always seemed, even when he scores goals, he doesn't go over the top with it, does he? He's, he seems very, he's a humble player. Um, where you know that's that's, it, it, the, the, well, like I said, the best thing is is that he's enjoying his time here. And um, it sounds like that the, the rest of the team like him and, and want him to stay here too, as per the effort that they're showing off the pitch. So that's probably helped with his form under Rosinia going forwards. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Harry's asked, where do you think we need to strengthen in the summer? Because we've got another clean sheet. Um, our defensive uh, pairing of either Greaves and McLaughlin, or McLaughlin and Jones, or Greaves and Jones, any of those are pretty good. Um, and we were talking about how good our midfield is. So I guess the fact we haven't got any strikers means we're probably going to need to strengthen up front. I mean, I suppose if Connolly and Oscar came back, then you'd probably be thinking, especially with Darling and Gold, that all the four sort of positions are covered. So why are we 15th? It's a bit confusing, isn't it? It's because no, none of our players have been fit. I think I think mm. realistically, like, left-back is, is the priority. Yeah, uh, we need a left-back, yeah. done well since he's come in and Jacob Greaves has done well when he's when he's played in that position, but he's not a natural left-back. Um you know, you you want somebody who's who's going to be as effective as you know Cyrus Christie is going to be on the right hand side, and Calmelder and Louis Coyle are more than able-bodied replacements if we need them to be. I think they'll play more, maybe more of a squad role next season, because um, I do think Christie is the first choice right back, and then obviously left back is just you know up in the air at the minute. So left back, I think, will be his priority. I don't think midfield really needs strengthening that much. Um, if anything, you could probably add a couple of maybe uh, someone who's, you know, a Smallwood-esque midfielder for those tough yeah. physical games um, for, for a tactical sort of switch. But And then forwards, it, it depends what we do with the strikers, isn't it? Because, um, like we say, Connolly will play, I don't know if he'll play him as a, want to play him as a winger like he has been doing or through the middle. You've got Oscar um, and then Tete, whether or not they make a decision, whether he stays or not because of his fitness. But you'd like to think that Tete, Connolly and Oscar are all here as our strikers next season mm-hmm. because they've all offered something, you know, uh, this season, especially. I think the frustration, frustrating thing is with Tete is we've seen how good he can be and then he, he either gets sent off or injured and then we don't see him again for a while. So you've got to make a decision whether or not it's worth keeping him again for another year. Um, and then Connolly, whether or not he comes back on a loan or permanent, I'd like to see him come here on a permanent basis. I think Even Liam if, wants him. Yeah, especially uh, yeah. Brighton. Brighton don't want him. The fans don't rate him, so it, it makes sense for him career-wise, wouldn't it as well? Um, and then obviously wingers were pretty much sorted out. We, uh, I don't think Ebuway will be here next season. He'll, he'll, it's a hard question to answer because you don't know which of the players are going to remain here. Like your loanees, who's mm. going to come back? I don't think Pelgas will come back. Ebuwe is an interesting one because it'll depend on obviously whether or not Rosini's, um decided that he's he's worth bringing back for another year, whether he believes in him. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Left back is definitely priority and maybe a striker. Yeah, I'm thinking left back as well and a winger because I think wingers have been a problem position for us because pretty much everyone has played there and no one's really been able to, you know bring down a spot. I mean, Vaughan's doing pretty well. Whether you want to rely on him for 46 games next year, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. Aliar is pretty good, so I think he's definitely one we'd have. But then Ebiway, Pelkas, um, you know, obviously I don't think Longman, but a lot of people would say that he's struggled as well. Um, Cynic has gone back on loan, and uh, some of the others have been injured for a long time. So I think a, a, a winger to go with um, Aliar on the other side, I think, and then left back because I was very excited when we were linked to that Forest left back in January when he went to Anderlecht. And yeah, I think Eldrin Coyle are pretty good options. And Chris well, is we've apparently excellent. been linked to Ryan Manning, but he's had a spectacular season, so I can't see him. I can yeah. see him going to someone, you know, either challenging promotion or a Premier League side. We could have done with him having an average season, maybe, and then and then finding this form next year. But yeah, it'd yeah. be interesting to see who we get for, for, for left back because I, I do think that'll be the first thing he works on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know whether there are any, uh, you know, left backs at Derby that maybe Rossinia can um, can get. I don't know, but we'd like to think we can go for solid uh, Championship players because I think some of the best signings we've made have been. Well, he said he wants. He said he wants six players, didn't he? He said he's already identified them and he's already working on them because he wants them in early, um, mm. so to get a free season. So I can imagine he's just trying to figure out where we could fit six players. If you take the loan players out of the equation. You know, you probably got a couple of wingers, a striker, a left back, centre back, maybe goalkeeper. Hopefully, probably I mean, is that, does that exclude or exclude Darlow, Connolly? Yeah, I'd like to see Darlow come here permanently too. Mm. It all, yeah. it all, I mean, all depends on who gets we get rid of as well. Like Cynic is probably on decent wages. We let's be honest, he's not going to play for us again. I don't think so. I think getting him out the door. Um, and it depends whose contracts get renewed as well. Because there's, there's a few players there who were able to leave and we haven't activated their extensions yet. And he's wonder, wondering if they're going to do it or not. Mm. I suppose players <laughs> like Colin and Elder, maybe Doherty, who probably aren't actually even going to play very much if they do stay. Maybe they're thinking it would be better for their careers to maybe go to uh, you know, one of the teams lower down in the table or a newly promoted League One championship team that they can actually get game time at because... Uh, whether they're going to want to be um, second choice players for another year, not sure about that. Especially, you know, maybe it's like a honeymoon situation where he doesn't think like he'd be able to get the the game time. Is that too controversial think, to suggest? I think Carl would happily do that because he kind of yeah. was for a bit anyway, and he's a he's a good he's a good character to have around the club. And to be honest, when mm. Elder's coming to the team, he's been reliable for the most part. So I think it'd be stupid yeah. to let any of them go. I, I probably agree with that because you're not really going to get hugely better backup. Uh, exactly, you're not going to get better replacements. No, um, they could be yeah. better first Coral, team players, but Coral Christie and back options is perfect depth wise, yeah. and then Elder with behind Elder the needs someone would be would be fine as well. You'd like to think, and then but uh, Doc Doc it is an interesting one because I think Doc for maybe his career would be best to find somewhere. But I also wouldn't mind him staying and being a squad player if he's happy to do that because he does come on and yeah. work hard. So it's just, well, you know, what he wants to do as a player. But obviously, yeah. Rosini will have these talks with these players in summer, will he? I mean, it probably depends on wages. Some of these backup players will be getting paid more than they would at um, Plymouth next season, potentially. So maybe that, that's something to consider. Um, but speaking of players who are uh, currently at um, or perhaps going to be in League One. Timothy Lou Tutala has kept another clean sheet for Stevenage. So Ron Tutala, watch. Um, is now, is he the I new think, Ryan Longman? Uh, as in your well, new no. obsessive player? Well, I'm, I'm obsessed with him. That's only because he's on the verge of being promoted to League One with Stevenage in League Two. He went there on an emergency loan. He's had seven games, two clean sheets, um, arbitrating of something bang average. So he's doing relatively well, but um, yeah, potentially this time next week, uh, we'll all be rejoicing as Lotutala um, will be promoted against potentially uh, another lonely um, Andy Smith because Steven should play Grimsby. So that's going to be an exciting game. So certainly look out for that one. Uh, a little bit of positive news on the injury front. We've got two players coming back. That's Alfie Jones and uh, Ryan Longman, who I wasn't aware was even injured. He uh, didn't play against Watford. Ebby Ray was on the bench instead. So doesn't even really feel like that's someone coming back. But Jones is coming in. Does he go straight in? Because Greaves and McLaughlin have kept two clean sheets since uh, 
since Jones has been out, or, or maybe even more. Um, so, what do you think about that one? I don't think you could. Uh, it's funny because, first of all, speaking of contracts, give Alpha Jones a new contract now. Um, yeah. But speak on that as well. Can you justify dropping any of the players when they've had a clean sheet? Uh, I could justify dropping like all the attacking players because we only had two shots. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm not going to do that because we haven't got we haven't got three fit uh, attacking players to come in for them, so they have to play. But we're uh, talking no, about I, the defensive players. Don't that change your no, don't change a winning team, of course. Um, but then I guess the other question is if uh, Jones and McLaughlin potentially they've been the pairing for a lot of um, recently um, at centre back, so. Are we going into next season with McLaughlin starting over Greaves if we are signing that new left-back? It'll depend on what happens in summer and training-wise. Mm. The, the thing is, with the start of a new season, it's a clean slate for the whole squad, isn't it? So, you've got no previous form to go off. Obviously, you've got last season's performances, but, you know, after however many weeks off, it's, you know, it doesn't really apply, does it? So, um, you've got Greaves and McLaughlin and Jones that have all had you know, fairly decent seasons and Jones and McLaughlin were the the the, the usual back two um, and, and did absolutely amazing wise and then unfortunately for Jones he got injured, Greaves has stepped in and done just as well. Um so you know you've got you've got to force your way into the squad with performances and training, which is something that sounds like the Rosinia does. Um, you know, the the whole reason that Vaughan's involved is because, you know, he he, he really impressed him in training with his attitude, his application and how he how he, you know, approaches you know, it's training with the senior players, so it's 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 up to the players. They've they've got to force the the issue. Um, they've, they've they've got to prove to Rosinia that they're the ones that started on fair, the, the first game, and if they do get that starting place, they've got to play well enough to keep it. You know, so it'd be an interesting one because I I I think we'll get a bit of in, transfer interest on Greavesy, and I do think if we get a decent offer, he might go. But it does sound like he's been saying yeah. he wants to stay. So you know. Either I way. think I'd sell him maybe if the offer was right because, yeah, it, as I it, say, he's not been as vital as the previous young players we've had. But I've said this many times before. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If any player in that tight side is going to get a decent fee, it'll be Greaves. Yeah, because yeah, he's young and English. Yeah. Um, Harry's, yeah, Harry Roardings asked, I feel like Seri could go in the summer. Well, uh, nah. before, before that even yeah. finishes... Nah, he's I, already I, said he's staying, isn't he? He said in the post-match press conference mm. he was the man in it, and he said he was he was hoping. Well, he said he was going to stay, so I won't worry about that for now until he suddenly disappears. Yeah, maybe his wife will decide she does want to go to Italy after all, because that was the uh, the drama in the summer. 
Um, Kieran said that uh, maybe Ryan Woods would be gone in the summer. I think that's Possibly. not a terrible shout, especially now Simons is there. Yeah, player. he was a shot signing as well. Which, yeah, and that's and he's not really been used by Liam that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just doesn't really uh, fit our system. Uh, and all depends on teams wanting them is the problem. Mm, we, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players like, uh, I mean, Enship's talked about Darlow, he'll have a lot of suitors. And yeah, I mean, it, we are in poor position to get him, I think, but he has played so well that maybe another team with, with more money would perhaps be well, able to if get we him. Can't get, if we can't get Darlow back on the free, you got to remember, Ingram has done no wrong this season either. Yeah, I mean... Uh, he's not as, I don't think he's a, as good as Darlow, but he's been decent all season. Yeah, yeah I think um, Ingram... Uh, even if you voted him player of the year, I don't even think that would be like extremely controversial, just very controversial perhaps, um, which says a lot about his performances. Um, but yeah, Ensheps asked, who has everyone voted for player of the year? Because voting I'm not saying it. Is. Um, no. Well, you're not saying. Um, I've not voted. Uh, and have you got anything Lomond, interesting to say on this? <laughs> yeah, I voted for Ryan Well, can Lomond. you do that? No. Do they just give you an option of everyone? Yeah, you have to no, apply fifteen years. players, and you just choose which one you you, you think is player of the year. Ah, oh, so no Vaughan then. Yeah, I've said you have to live there. Mm, yeah, but and have you voted anyone? Slater, Regan Slater. Well, that's an interesting show. I was going to do yeah. Maka, and and when I when I ticked the the McLaughlin box, I thought yeah, but Slater's done it all season. So mm. rather well, than uh, Bromwoods. Yeah, I think he has done pretty well. So um, why, like why, why is he the best player? And you, you'd be fine with. I think realistically, Regan Slater, Seri, um, McLaughlin, and I would suppose maybe Oscar for his goals. Maybe. I am voted for any of them. Oh come on, Will. Tell us, tell us. We, we need, we need to, you know, kill the you're time. Chris, you're good, yeah, Christy, but you will. No, I didn't go for Cyrus. What's that lovely? Uh, um, uh, well, can't go. vote Eves. Um, uh, well, obviously, can't vote Eves. I obviously voted wait, for so... Tobias Figueredo. Yes, no, obviously. No, let's try and Why let's try and work this out. So, not not Surrey, not, not Oscar, not Slater, not Figueredo, not Longman. Well, we're not going to go through the entire squad. Who's been good this year? This is, this is the argument I had for ages because no one gives any credit. It's Alfie it's... fucking Jones. Sorry for swearing. I'm sick I'm of very it. clever. Stop, stop the Alfie Jones erasure. <laughs> no, but Alfie Jones, Alfie Jones has been really well. I just think... But no one says it. it. <laughs> if I was to choose between Macca and Jones, I'm choosing Macca, unfortunately. Uh, well, I'd vote... I think Ryan the Longman. player who, who, who no, no, I, 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 well, I was going to say I take it very seriously, but um, clearly not because I was going on about him. Um, I don't know who I'd vote for. I think now that you've mentioned Slater, I hadn't been thinking about that, but he's been a very important player. He's played in a few positions. He's got a lot of goals and assists, but um, I think Slater's so he's so he's the most pivotal player. Well. No, that's true. I think so. He's so important to the way we play under the senior that we couldn't really do it without him because he's such a controlling player and uh, just quality-wise, like you can just tell that he's got that touch that some players don't and the way he can go right round players. I think 
I think I'd probably vote for Surrey, but maybe maybe I'll change my mind. Um, maybe I don't know how long the voting stays open for, but I always think it should be after the season's done. Because, it should, yeah, it should be after the season. Yeah, but they do that for everything, goal of the season. I remember a few years ago in the Premier League, they had a goal of the season video of all the contenders and then they had to update it because Kluka scored that one against Watford. So it's just stupid because what if he scored from the halfway line in the last match? That can't win. It's ridiculous. It also happened in the Championship the last season under Bruce. They released it and then the, I think the day after they did it, Robert Snodgrass got a free kick from like 30 yards against Wolverhampton oh. in the last minute. And then he's went, right, we're just going to delete that one and we're going to put up a new one. We scored a lot of good goals um, after that game as well. So that was a real waste. Yeah, I was going to say, that's and obviously, even though it wasn't on the... Because it wasn't on the vert, the Army versus Sheffield Wednesday wasn't in that goal of the season vert. Well, of course. obviously yeah. would have won it. Yeah, I'd have voted that. Um, well, speaking of goals of the season, I haven't got a segue, so let's just move on to the Hull City versus Swansea match and preview that. Um, time for me to jinx it. Uh, Hull City have beaten Swansea at home in their last five competitive matches, and I think we've won six out of seven um, at home. Uh, six of the seven last uh, home games against Swansea have been wins, usually 2 0, uh, and that's um, also in the League Cup and the FA Cup that we've beaten them in this recent run. Uh, last year, it was the 2 0 win um, against Swansea that uh, shot her. That was his first match, and I went, and that was a, a lovely day. So, um, could it be 2-0 again? Because that's the usual score against Swansea. Uh, they're in very good form. They've won, uh, well, they're unbeaten in seven and they've won six out of seven of the last few games. So they are in banging form. So it's going to be quite tough. They've, they've, they've come from mid-table finish to playoff contenders in, in, in the last few weeks so that they are on fire. And Russell, Russell Martin's not really had anything to spend either, so he's, he's, he's done well. Um, but it's, you know, six, seven clean sheets in eight home games, you'd like to think that would continue. Uh, I'd like to finish on on an impressive run like that. Um, we just don't have a lot of goals in us, do we, is the problem. So, mm-hmm. it, it, it you know, <laughs> it's probably going to be a nil-nil or a one-nil, which is usually has been since Rosina's taken over. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're a side that, still have something to play for, which means the game could have something about it, which is good. You don't want to be playing another mid-table side, do you? Um, they've got a lot of good players, but we've got players that are playing for their places next season. So, uh, I think it's another 20k-plus crowd as well, isn't it? So, you know, yeah, hopefully we'll be good Yeah, so um, mm. hopefully a lot of these fans will be encouraged to come back next season after seeing, you know, another win at home. Um, yeah, I can see I can see a 2-0 though. Yeah, I could back that. Yeah, I don't know where the goals would be coming from, um, other than Longman, who's coming back into the team, I guess. You know, he's definitely due one. Uh, Harry said that a Liam Walsh disaster class is incoming. I mean, I have no idea why Swansea would play Liam Walsh, given that they're, you know, starting 11s won six out of seven games. But, of course, um, well, last year he hit the post with that free kick. against his old club. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I mean... He, didn't he play like four games for us? I'm not really he sure. He about four minutes for us. It oh, yeah. Great. I think I think you'll probably even forgotten that he played for us, honestly. And I'll I come think back it's to probably the worth pointing out as well. That what, I've been here. It, the, 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 I think that the, the first shotter game of last season was probably the best football we played all year. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then the, the 3 defeat to Swansea this season was the worst. 
style of football we played. Well, that was that was <laughs> the game that got shot or sacked in the end, really. That that when yeah. Figueredo just sort of got forgot how to play football. I still think that was a dive. I think he thought he'd been kicked by a Swansea player, but it was Baxter who came out. And then, and then we conceded. Yeah, that was shocking. That was shocking. That was this season. It feels like a different world. When you said that, I thought that's not true. It it, it really does feel worlds away. It's like when you see that Antonio Conte and Thomas Tuchel having that bust up on the sideline. That was this season. Mm. That was like ten years ago, wasn't it? Managers each since. Yeah, and of course, former Hull City player Ryan Mason, and it, with top his second manager. Again. Top top man, I was top still record again. signing Ryan Mason. Ooh, that's that's grim, that's grim. But hopefully, we're going to have many more record signings under Ashen. Oh well, yeah, just that you know, uh, we, you know, it was very unfortunate what happened to him. He hardly got to play, you know, that season. Um, so yeah, I think it could be quite a tough game keeping Joel Perrault quiet is going to be perhaps the uh, the biggest thing but we have got clean sheets against uh, playoff chasing teams before now it's the most exciting part of the podcast if the picture will load it's the combined lineup between Hull City and Swansea so for listeners I'll read out got Carl Darlow in goal because I think the Swansea keeper has hardly played he's got a low rating Ryan Manning at left back we got Sean McLaughlin and Alfie Jones and then uh, the Swansea right back I mean, that's Go just a lot of letters. Say it. Latibudier. Latibudier. Oh, yeah, whatever. Latibudier. <laughs> Seri, Grimes, and uh, Inchamp in midfield. Ozan Tufan on the wing because he scored. He has to be in. Uh, Cullen, who's got eight goals on the other wing for Swansea. And then, as I said, Joel Perrault up front, who is one of the best finishers uh, in the championship. He's had two brilliant seasons for them. So, uh, a few more Swansea players in this team than there were Watford players last week because I think it's difficult not to put a whole Swansea eleven in because they've been in such good form recently. It is sort of based on recent form as well. So, thoughts? Um, where's Harry Vaughan? Especially after that ridiculously filthy backheel that we skated over. It was very filthy. It was very filthy. Um, well, he's uh, an ageist when it comes to footballers. I, I, if I was a manager, I wouldn't be playing any academy players because you look at uh, any, you know, if you look at transfer market, they've not played, so they can't be any good. Uh, that's that's my how my brain works. Um, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't do well at Crystal Palace. I um, think on recent form, you could probably stick Aliar in there. You probably could because he's these last few games he's started getting back to what he was, and he's scoring yeah. goals now. Which was everyone's biggest criticism of him, starting to at the back of the net. So, yeah. But well, I had to have Cullen in, and I had to have Tufan in and Perot. So uh, there's no room for them. I guess no. I could have put Aliar at right wing back. Where was Longman? Change the formation. Uh, Longman's always on the bench. Don't you worry. He's always on the imaginary <laughs> bench that doesn't exist. Well, it's just outside the, the frame. Bench? Who else is on the bench? Uh, Joe Allen. <laughs> Always for every team, no matter whether we're playing Swansea or not, uh, and um, and Lotatara, of course. Yeah, that, that's that's the current. The other day, Nathaniel, um, Ryan Longman has scored less goals than two of our defenders. Fewer. 
Uh, yeah, well, he's not he's not started as many games as, as Greaves. Longman's been pretty much never present whether or not it's off the bench all season, to be fair. And Cyrus Christie's been missing since God knows when, and he's still scored more than Longman. I mean, to be fair, Greaves and Christie have scored more than Bentetti as well. Yeah, but Bentetti's out yeah. of play. And Pelkast. He's a striker. Adama Traore's got more yeah, goal yeah. contributions than Longman. He only played a few weeks ago. Yeah, but football's difficult. Football's <laughs> difficult. So let's him off. Let him off. He tries his best. Yeah, disclaimer, really though, going. I do think that on his day, Longman is good. Yeah, I it's like just, Longman. Just, there's just, I, I like him when he plays on the right hand side because I think he, he's far better on his natural side because he likes to run at the defender and get to the byline and put it in the box. It's just that he's, as, as is the problem with most of our attackers this season, the end product is just not there. Um, yeah. and, uh, it's easy to forget that Longman is still young. I would probably send him out on loan next season. I'd get a full season in like League One or something like that to find some form. Because I, I don't think he's going to find his best form coming in off the bench every now and again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, but th- there's a player there. And we saw it, didn't we? Under McCann, that first half of the season under McCann, there is a player there. It's just, where's he gone? It's <laughs> the problem. Yeah. It, it he actually played off. better as a wing back than he has a winger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. It's, I think he was better left wing back than anywhere else, personally. Yeah, cutting in. Um, yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, his first contribution to the team this season was that chance against Coventry, which he missed. I think if he scores, that gets the confidence for the rest of the season. Could have been a lot better, but... Um, the one against Huddersfield. Yeah, that was another big one. I was there. That was not fun, watching that yeah. in person. Um I just wish he'd scored that one against Millwall um, a few weeks ago, which, you know, he, he curled just wide. He's that a very nearly player. Well. Nearly. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there is a player in there. And um, uh, I guess I've learned a lot from the many mistakes he's made. That, that's what <laughs> you do, isn't it? Uh, you, you you know, mistakes make, make you stronger. So, yeah, last thing to do. Official match predictions for the... The Swansea game as we try and uh, ruin um, their playoff chances, which I have nothing against Swansea, but that'd be quite fun to do. I mean, so it we'll... requires a lot of results going their way as well, their playoff chances. Yeah, even if they win two games, um, yeah, it's very difficult. For... It... There's so many teams in that playoff race. But that's what, yeah, the way it's going, I don't think anyone's going to get in the playoffs. Specific results to go in a specific way, and it's just a crazy season. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't do think this is going to be. Oh yeah, I don't think this is going to be a very crazy game. Swans have been pretty good. They're difficult to beat, as are we. So nil nil again. That's probably an accurate one. They're, they're, they're also a possession based team, aren't they? So it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, that battle of holding the ball. Um, it'll be the whichever team you know has the better shape off the ball that that probably goes on to win the game. Um, I think our press is, is good at the minute. I like our team shape when we've not got the ball. Um, I think we, we force teams into hitting it long, which obviously Swansea won't want to do. Um, but it's just impossible to ignore our recent run of results. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go 1-0 to us because that's the safest. Lovely. Barring a 0-0, that's the safest guess you can do. Yeah. And Will, is it going to be another 3-0 win? It has to be because I have to keep predicting it until it happens. But you'll be going into long into next year. And... This this will no, be it. the final home game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. It's going to happen at least either against Luton or on the opening day. Uh, I mean, I doubt we're going to beat Luton 3 0. Well, 
they'll be I resting mean, all the, their players ready for their imminent promotion. Yeah, I mean, again, um, where did you two um, predict City to finish this year? Um, are you close to getting Legit, your predictions I think right? I, said 15, I, I don't want to sound like... I, mean, I think I did say around 15. Were you allowed to say that if you did? We'll have to watch the episode, won't we? And, and, and do yeah, we'll have to look back. Probably said, I probably said 21st, now I've said that. I think I think a season review episode is going to be very fun for everyone involved. I think I actually said something like 12. I think I'm not far, too far off. I, I think I said, I said 11th. Position. Yeah. Yeah. I think we probably would be 11th if we had Vicenia just even like a few games ago. Um, I mean, you could say teams would be anywhere if this happened uh so yeah but uh yeah i predicted Luton to be in the playoffs and everyone else i thought that that was absolutely ridiculous and then they are i, I uh, thought they'd fall off I, I didn't think they'd replicate last season especially well, not like a wally now Jones left i thought i thought they'd struggle to replace him but rob edwards has gone in and done just as well and he's so yeah well, hmm. up there i want them to go up I, I, I want oh yeah to go. I, I, well, I, well, I, I all... something to do with their stadium hmm. though they're not big enough or something <laughs> I mean, you have to go out in the garden to get into the away end. Yeah, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. That would be funny to be as a Premier League stadium. But I'm, I, I don't know if I don't know what the minimum because most leagues have like a minimum stadium thing, don't they? I think they're fine. Well, is it going to be that much smaller than Bournemouth Stadium? I see. I and think it's same, I think it's bigger than uh, Bournemouth. Mm. It was when they got promoted anywhere. Well, it should be absolutely fine then. But yeah, that would just be a. That'd be kind of cool, I guess. They'd get pummeled, definitely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, isn't their record signing like 12 quid? So they'd have to spend a little bit more. Means nothing. Than that. No, we, clearly not. They've done everyone thought well. we'd get battered the first year we went up. I know we did for the second half of the season, but well, yeah, <laughs> the first half we did okay. Well, we went, we stayed Huddersfield. up. Huddersfield, yeah. Huddersfield, the first season like, they went up. Uh, the second or third game. Yeah, wasn't our second or third game in that season? We lost five 0 at home to Wigan, so I guess that yeah. was a bad thing. And then they yeah, got that out. Was, and that was that was the final the system. Win Brown's Hull City career, <laughs> the, mm. the Amir Zaki hat trick. Yeah, and of course we signed Zaki, and he was absolutely it very good. terrible. Which tends to happen. Strikers are good at other teams, and they come to us, and they just kind of forget how to score goals. Yeah, well, I guess you know if they are signing for Premier League Hull City, then they're not, their career can't be going that well, really. You know, we were never the the top. We were never the top. Well, yeah, but um, you know, uh, I mean, for like strikers, because we'd get them, you know, off someone else. Never, especially with what was happening with the. Oh yeah, other than other than them, but even so, they were sort of rejects from their clubs. Well, I'm just saying, uh, with what was happening with the um, Alams there, we were not the the top of the list for places to go, were we? So. That's not that wrong, right? How dare you be smirched, Dami and Doi, and Umani ass? How dare oh, you? Oh, man. Oh, I love, I, I love them. They were great. They were great. Um, I mean, we have had some they, stinkers, though, in the past, haven't we? Jersey they didn't keep us up. Camel Gila. Also, yeah. do not dis- besmirch Manucha. Yes, he kept no. us up. Man kept goal. us up. <laughs> I, mean, I guess. Of course, you could argue that they would have been safer if he'd scored more goals. So, it is also Don't sort of... Stop using this logic. 
<laughs> no, you can't apply logic you to the new channel. You were born when we were first in the Prem, were you, Nathaniel? No, no, I wasn't born. I wasn't born, to be fair. Um, well, is that everything then? So we've got a 1-0, uh, a 0-0, and a 3-0, which doesn't really count. So uh, oh, you're always predicting oh, 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 oh. that. It does count. It does count. Well, look, when it happens and Longman gets a hat-trick, then you'll look very clever. So uh, hopefully that happens. So, yeah, thanks again for everyone who's commented and uh, left a like and interacted with us on social media and all that stuff and listened and commented today. We hope you've enjoyed the episode and we'll be back again next week uh, after hopefully a fantastic... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.